0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. As you may know, or maybe you're new here, if so, welcome. My name is A.J. Kierens, and I am your host here each and every week as we do our part to introduce you to the designers and artists from around the world. We are worldwide, folks who help bring our favorite beers and breweries to life. It's a simple and a beautiful concept. And we are here another Friday, another weekend is upon us, and we're bringing you episode number 62, Sesenta y Dos. And this week's featured artist is our first artist from the Big Sky State, Montana, Nikki Rosignal. We came to learn of Nikki through the work that she's done with Down the Road Beer Company in Everett, Massachusetts. This is a great example of the core of the project, kind of one of the fundamental or foundation points of being beer agnostic. I've never had Down the Road. Now, I'm sure once the crew over there hears this wonderful episode get some messages and they'll want to send me some beers and I would drink them all and be super excited about it. But we were drawn in by Nikki's work. We really love the you know the fantasy and the watercolors and the you know the ink and just really enjoy diving into her portfolio you know, learning about her and it was just really a great experience. I really think that probably the only way the interview could have gone better is if I decided to, you know, fly to Montana, and then she and I were, you know, having a cup of coffee or a cup of tea on the ranch and just kind of really diving in and enjoying it all in nature, but this episode is really a, it's a, it's an interesting one, and I mean that in the most uh, positive and upbeat way. I think that you know, some of the discussions that, you know, Nikki and I got into kind of uh, deviate from, you know, beer and art and talk about parenting and life and just kind of enjoying what's around you and not being so connected, which obviously is ironic because I'm a podcast and really hope that you'll download it and share it with your friends and you know and what have you. But what I really mean by that is just really just an interesting way to look at things. And I think that what... I take away each week is the different experiences, the different perspectives. Obviously, with art, it's how you look at things. It's really, you know, we could take all of our artists and we could, you know, have them, you know, paint me for instance, or just paint, you know, my house, or go to the the park, the state park, or go camping, or have a shared experience all together, which would be kick-ass, by the way. And they would all interpret it or you know, use different mediums or methods, aesthetics, uh-huh. and it would be wonderful. So it's really just a nice opportunity to sit down with somebody, learn about their their vision, learn about their life, share a few moments, share a few laughs, and really just kind of you know bring it all together. So it really was a, it was a really positive experience for me. I hope. Obviously for selfish reasons that, you know, I get to visit Montana one day, but obviously the opportunity to, you know, meet Nikki and learn more about her and what have you, maybe should be coming to down the road in the future and I'll head up the road and, you know, we'll all get together, but really enjoyed this episode, really just, um, it's another example why this project has been such a positive experience for myself. 2018, excuse me, is a really positive year for myself and the family, and we've really made a conscious effort of trying to make sure that we're uh, living with a, you know, glass half full whenever possible. You know, sometimes it's three quarters full, sometimes it's only a third full, but that's just because, uh, you know, the beer was really good, and you know, we have to fill it with, with another one. But it's all about perspective. It's all about how you look at things, and really just trying to have a creative. V- vibrant, positive, upbeat—you know—thoughtful existence. You know, easier said than done, but it's worth—it's worth trying. It's worth you know putting in the effort. And this episode with Nikki was a—you know—great example of that. You can find out more information about Nikki at Nick N I K Resignal R O S S I G N O L I L L U S T R A. T-I-O-N-S on Instagram. And you can find her on Facebook. Go to down the road beer company's website. You can also find out more information about Nikki there. She has her own little section, which I think is kick-ass. So thumbs up to the, the crew over down the road for, for making that happen and putting that into action. We're having a great time. Remember you're listening to the 16 ounce canvas, the art of craft beer podcast. 16OZ Canvas on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And if there's somewhere else cool we need to be, just let us know and we'll get there. 16ozcanvas.com is the website. And hashtag pound sign tic tac-toe 1-6-O-Z canvas. Whenever you're tagging shit up on your Instagrams, or your socials, or your this, that, and the others, we love to hear from you. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Episode 62, Sesenta y Dos, Nikki Resignal, Down the Road Beer Company, 16-Ounce Canvas. It's that easy, folks. See you on the flip. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. Very excited to have with us our first artist from the big sky state of Montana, Nikki Resignal checking in and we came to learn of Nikki through her work with Down the Road Brewery based in Massachusetts. So I want to thank you for connecting with us today, Nikki. I'm really uh, excited to have you be part of the project. Thank you, AJ. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just really, like I said, I'm really excited. You know, I I really love your, your work. I love the kind of the fantasy and the, you know, the escape, you know, ideas and visuals. It just really kind of, uh, you know, I love the the fantasy. It's very vivid in detail, but still kind of flowy and and beautiful and, you know, great. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I just really think it's, I really, it's always fun for me, and it's a little self, you know, self-serving, but just when I kind of see them on the labels then I dive into your portfolio, it's really just kind of allows me to really kind of just, you know, see see what all the other things are that more than just uh the labels and so i i wanted to just to say i really enjoy that uh you know for folks uh at home you want to see nikki's work uh, on on instagram and and facebook on instagram it's n-i-k-r-o-s-s-i-g-n-o-l-i-l-l-u-s-t-r-a-t-i-o-n-s and we will definitely link that up because i probably Missed an I or an L there, and then you can uh, search for her on Facebook and see much more, you know, much larger, you know, pictures and see all the the beautiful detail. And as mm-hmm. um as this is a huge run on sentence, we'll just keep going with it. And also one of the great things, and I think it's a good testament to the relationship, is when you go on down the road, uh, you know, Brewery's website, uh, you can see there's a whole section just of the of the artwork, and you really can see that. So I really. I think that's just a great testament to, you know, the, the, the importance of your work for, for their beer.
1: Oh, absolutely. They're, they're really good to me.
0: <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Put
1: me up on their website. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's nice.
0: It's like a, it's a nice little hype section and it's perfect. And I think it really yeah. just kind of goes with the, with the story and, and, you know, and the, and that's where we are today. So it's, yeah, it's great. So, so before we get into the, the labels and stuff like that, you know, you're, you kind of use, you know, there's, you know, the, the great thing I like about it is you show like kind of the before, like, some of the early sketches and what have you f- for your work, which I think is really great. I think it allows uh, an intimacy into your work that's, you know, not always shared kind of to see, you know, it's a lot of times folks just show like, okay, this is what I worked on. And, but to see the, the process yeah. is really, I really enjoy that.
1: Oh, thanks. Well, you can see all my erase marks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, hey. All
1: my mistakes
0: changes. <laughs> no, I think you're you're being you're being a little too uh you know, too too hard on yourself there. I think that's you know the imperfections. It's, it's, if you if you can knock it on the first, first try, that'd be pretty amazing. So I think it's important to to it's cool to see the to to see the process, especially like I said, your work has a lot of, you know, intricate details that you know, that you you can really kind of experience. Yeah, especially the close ups and stuff. So, so what's the kind of, you know, what's the Nikki story? How did you get into, you know, painting (laughs) painting and and drawing?
1: Well, um, I will say that I found some tale books at my grandfather's house. And I live in the mountainous part of Montana and he lived in the prairie and I would go visit him. And he had all these old books. And I would just dive in. Um, the main one was uh, Grimm's Fairy Tales, which my sister and I would fight over. Um, and it was illustrated. Um, from there, I, I just I went into uh, reading a lot of books that were just old books from the library that were illustrated by like Arthur Rackham, Kay Nielsen, um, Aubrey Beardsley, and John Bauer, who was a Swedish uh, folktale illustrator. He did a lot of trolls, so you can probably see how that is a big influence to my art. But I started painting because my my grandmother was actually a uh, had started later in life painting, and she taught me oils when I was about nine. I was drawing and and had a very big interest in art before then, but um, she she kind of got me started in in the medium. Uh, I began with, which was oil. now I work in watercolor and ink um, but she she trained me a bit, and I'm kind of a hard hard one to teach, so a lot of it was she'd get me started, and then I'd do my own thing the wrong way a hundred times before I figured out the right way. <laughs> um, but yeah, I know i I've always I grew up on a ranch uh, cow ranch that bordered a hundred or eight hundred acre uh, hillside forest of pine and fir trees and spent most of my time talking to cows and horses and (laughs) malamutes which we raised uh you know changing pipe with my dad and mom and wandering around in the woods alone (laughs) so you can see where that took my art
0: (laughs) yeah the real life kind of fantasies of what could be in the woods or you know the line the witch in the wardrobe and what have you right yeah
1: yeah absolutely and those those are big influences um on me so yeah
0: <laughs> that's great yeah and i I love the the watercolors i think they're really great and you know especially thank you yeah you know, no yeah I, i've uh i've come to learn that's one of my favorites in, in doing this project we've had some you know other artists use that but i think that what, what you're doing with them is is really unique because the detail on top of it because <laughs> watercolors are such a hard medium to, to master with, you know, because, you know. Obviously- oh, I don't
1: know if I've mastered it. Well- <laughs> no, it, it's, it's funny because I, I only began watercolor because I was, I was actually traveling. Um, I, was a, I was a ballerina. And so I couldn't take oils on airplanes. So I started doing watercolor. Um, and I never quite learned it properly, which totally formulated my style currently, which I, I like now but there was a lot of struggle before I got to the point where I was like, okay, now it's working. <laughs> um, Cause I would try to push it like an oil paint and I still do in a way. And I think that's what makes, um, and that's why I use, uh, you know, the, the ink on top of it. Um, and I, I also use the ink because it's, it's sort of the, the golden age of illustration style um, when all the, you know, in the revival of fairy tales, um, in the late 1800s, it uh, was beginning in England. That was the main medium was the watercolor with ink. So it's just sort of worked out in my favor that that I began doing instead of oils, watercolor.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking because the everything I've been learning about watercolor is just kind of – How, you know, we're obviously, water's in the name, but, you know, just the, it's, it's hard to kind of control it at times. And so you have to find that, that balance. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that can be liberating in a way where you just have to let it do its own thing. You know, it's like walking in the woods. You never know what you're going to come across. (laughs) Um, No, I, I, I really appreciate the medium now and it's, it's always challenging, but I don't know any art form that isn't. A struggle
0: to get it to look good so. <laughs> yeah I, mean it's the, but, I think that's the beauty of it kind of the controlled chaos and you know things happen yeah. that weren't, weren't necessarily intended but I think that's kind of also with with the the fan that you know the fantasy of some of your your work you know it's kind of that's kind of the beauty of it it's it's a magical unknown thing so when this new output comes and maybe wasn't intended it really it kind mm-hmm. of really adds that you know that added dimension to the to the the story or the fairy tale
1: Yes, well, it's an entity of its own.
0: Certainly. Yeah, yeah. And it, it keeps you—it keeps you in check, right? It lets you know it's—you know—it it's when, when you think oh, you've it got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Because I think I think that's one of the great things. Because watercolor is a lot of times, equated with you know everyone's childhood and their youth, and that's kind of like one of the the first paints that you can't like. I feel like you can't destroy the house with as much as if you know. It, exactly (laughs) but it's such a but then to to see you know or having met some you know know, adults like myself who just love it and just the 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 struggles and the beauty of it it's really it's given me a you know a new appreciation for kind of one of the one of the earliest uh you know art projects you can remember as a as a child so I really love that you know you have that earliest memory yeah you know
1: yeah, no, it's it's funny. I I feel like I missed out on the watercolor thing when I was a kid because I started oils. Yeah, you went which right Which I to wasn't it. allowed to do yeah. in the house.
0: <laughs> yeah, you went right for the yeah, you went right for the you know the big leagues. Right, right from the jump.
1: <laughs> oh, I wanted to be serious. <laughs> <laughs>
0: please, yeah, please, please treat me like a serious artist. I'm 10 years old.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pretty soon, I'm going to be yeah. Just get me in the gallery. No.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. No. No messing around. So you were to to sidetrack. You were you you mentioned you were a ballerina. So were you traveling a lot for that? Is that was that a big part of that?
1: Just a bit. I mean, I I went to Chicago and danced for a stint, and then I actually lived in L.A. and tried to dance, and then realized that I have no desire to compete with others. <laughs> Which kind of negates the whole thing, to be quite honest. <laughs> um, so I that that was kind of the end of that, and I I mean I I danced I was I think from very early age uh, just really seriously trying to be a ballerina, even though I got to be too tall for it. <laughs> um, but no, it was it kind of goes along with the. The watercolor aesthetic in a way because it's ethereal and it's you know everything I love, but uh it's not your own thing <laughs> you can't own it somebody else owns it you have to uh, it's not the same as as being able to make a picture and and uh, have that claim to it I mean, so.
0: now how how long do now how long did you do that for because you said you lived in Chicago in, in l a
1: uh, I only lasted, you know, about a year in
0: both places, so. <laughs> lasted, yeah. I mean, I, my, my limited experience is that that's, while one of the more beautiful and, you know, elegant things, it's probably one of the more, you know, cutthroat, you know, uh, uh, arts out there. It just seems like it's definitely like, it's like the, yeah, a little intense. It p- is. It yeah, it's.
1: That's way too intense for me. I, I mean, I'm just a farm kid, so I had to come back, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I can, yeah I, I just yeah, I the going from the eight hundred acre, you know, kind of your own little mini city to then you know l a, which I've never been to, but it just kind of seems like very um, the di- you know the, yeah, the, the the extremes of of uh of this of the life experiences or the word lives. yeah,
1: there's a lot of cars. <laughs> there's a lot of. The, a lot of cars, a lot of time in cars, which is, uh, is very...
0: depressing. Uh,
1: <laughs> yes, and hard. You know, it's it's funny. It's actually where I, I started really working professionally as an artist because I did some album covers, and then I worked for an independent film company called Peach Pit Films, um, just doing concept art and character design. And I, I have to say it was really difficult to find my... Uh, uh, creative juice there i would you know try to go on hikes to to get into my uh my woodsy space and you know you pass you know 15 gals talking on their phones with push-up bras and full makeup so it's a little i don't know it's a different place i'll say that
0: (laughs) yeah i i totally i totally understand yeah we you know, obviously, I have a you know a day job, and I you know I'm kind of connected to technology at times more than I would like to be. But you know, we always try every summer to yeah. you know, go camping for as much as Good. we can, or, or go to Maine. You know, we have a kind of a cabin yeah. that we can go to in the middle of uh, nowhere, and that's like one of my favorite weeks of the whole year. Is just kind of to be disconnected. We've been doing that for you know last five six years, and now we can see like how. There must be you know a new cell tower nearby and we're like super bummed because we used to only have maybe one bar and now we have, <laughs> and now we have two and it's like oh you know? <laughs> not <Yeah>. two bars <laughs> yeah so i remember yeah because i remember when i first the first year we went i had a i think i either had something my wife had a you know a paper to submit for class and she had to go like to uh-huh. the to the local library to like use some wi-fi so we could actually send the file and it was just such a great feeling like to not have to worry so oh much yeah about it. yeah
1: Absolutely. I think we're all too connected. There's a great bumper sticker out there that just says, get off the internet.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Log off, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Log off, read a book, paint a picture.
0: Yeah, exactly. Walk walk
1: around in the woods, especially for children. I think that's really important. I have a a three-year-old and I I try to get her into the woods as much as possible. um, Get her that she's, she's a very different kid than I ever was. And she loves, being around other kids and and uh, technology, but it's it's good to get them disconnected as well. Get them exposed to you know, even though they're protected by their parents, the elements that you might need to survive in in the woods, <laughs> or at least pretend.
0: Yeah, yeah, because we are, we have yeah. yeah we have the 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 device dependency problem that we're we're actively you know it's a recurring theme. We're trying to to solve that. We've got a few. Things in place that are making it better, but it's weird because my son, yeah. as much as he loves his device next to his bed or in his car seat in the, in the car, our seven year old, it's like every yeah. spot where he hangs out is a stack of books that he reads. So we, That's great. we've got a good we've got a good mix on that. So it's definitely it's good. Well, but yeah,
1: yeah, and I I think a mix of that is perfect because if you take it all away, then they're going to want it more. <laughs> if you don't expose it to them, then they'll they'll grab it you know gravitate toward it later on because they never had it right like devices yeah. yeah so it's it's a balance it's a balancing act I think yeah to try to you know inspire that creativity but also you know let them live in the 21st century
0: <laughs> yeah being a grown-up being a grown-up sucks sometimes it's a little, <laughs> there's no manual yeah it's, it's hard because it's like I don't because at least I feel at least our parents their parents they had it was pretty much the same like i mean obviously there was a little like the advancements weren't so massive they were just kind of a a slight edge up so it wasn't this huge thing it was Mm -hmm. it was adaptable but like i yeah i remember you know when my if i we had a computer but it was there's no way i could it was it took forever (laughs) to do anything yeah it didn't do anything cool right (laughs) i think oregon trail was like the mind blower and i was like wow but
1: oh gosh yeah, computers to me were just like the the math games you had to do at school. So yeah. That was no fun,
0: so. yeah, yeah, exactly. They, they try. and now the kids don't even do that. All those games were, you know, tricking you to learn how to type and stuff like that. And so, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, totally. But no cursive, which drives me crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. People are always like, "Oh, you have nice penmanship." And I'm like, "Well, I think it's more. I don't know if it's nice penmanship or you're you're not used to seeing people use it anymore." Yeah. It's Like this the bar called, set yeah, pretty low. Writing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like no, it's just you haven't seen. It's like art. You know, it's like hieroglyphics. It's like no, you're just not used to my, yeah. you know, to words on paper. It's all good.
1: That's great. I love that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Exactly. So, so obviously, like I said before, we connected with you from you know down, uh, you know down the road, beer company. How does uh, mm-hmm. how does Nikki in Montana find you know down the road in Massachusetts? You know, how, how did you guys? How did you? How did you <laughs> connect?
1: Well, I um, I both hate and love the answer to this question because oh, good. The answer is it goes along with our technology, uh, you know, conversation. And that is that uh, they found me through Facebook, really. Um, but the follow-up is awesome. But it was from an awesome drawing contest conducted on Facebook called Mythical Beast Wars. And I submitted a Pukluji, and somehow a little bugger walked on over to uh, Donovan Bailey's door and knocked on it. Because he, he found that and gave me a call one day, and, and that, the rest is history. We just started with the one label. Um, and uh, just went on from there. So, in a what, wonderful way. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: what was the first label?
1: It was uh, the the which is a Boston-based legend, kind of like the the Sasquatch of Boston or the Bigfoot of Boston, which is this little hunter, trickster, meat-eating little guy, kind of like a um, a brownie, but more devious. Um, and, uh, it's, it's in the, the Native American cult- or mythology of that area. And, um, our, our writer, um, Brendan Van Voorhis, who I work directly with, uh, knows a lot more about the Pukuchi than I do, but it's a very cool little guy. And, and, uh, I, I, uh, owe it all to him for <laughs> getting connected with the brewery.
0: Oh, the, the did you name the pukuji? Does he have a little name?
1: No, that's that's his name.
0: Oh, um, that's his name.
1: Came, yeah, that's his name. It, I mean, it's it's a. I will say that's his species to be uh, to be
0: very to be made specific. Up, to be made up fantasy specific, right? It's like yeah, people are very like that's not correct. It's like okay, yeah. He's kind of like a mascot too. They have him on the website and stuff like that. And I feel ashamed. oh yeah, absolutely. And, them, and, and I just the...
1: realized I pronounced his his name wrong. It's Puckwudgi. I always say Pukuji because um, of the Irish puka. For some reason, right, I can't get that okay. off my head. So yeah. it's actually Pukwudgie. Um But yeah, he's become the mascot just because he's so darn cute. You know? Yeah, he's adorable. <laughs> what can yeah. you do? Yeah, exactly. So I th- <laughs> it, it is
0: cute. Like it's uh, it's kind of like the gremlin. like he's really cute and adorable, but you, you know he's a troublemaker. Yeah. So yeah.
1: And dangerous.
0: But yeah, exactly. Cute.
1: Yeah.
0: No, <laughs> no, that's now. You said you work with the writer. What is the what is the process like for you working on different labels? You know, how, yeah, what is that process yeah. like? We'll leave it really open.
1: Well, firstly, I have an awesome art team. Um, Brandon Van Voris, who I mentioned before, he does the writing, and he also comes up with most of the concepts Um, him and I work together on a lot of it and you know I'll do my research and he'll do his research and we'll have the beer the type of beer and we'll you know think about the country the origin the way it's brewed where it's brewed um, you know just the different ingredients come to play in in deciding the the concept and we'll look in our you know our collections of old books and and find a a legend or a myth from a country that's appropriate to beer um, and uh, you know match it up with something really really fun to to draw people in um, and draw me in in a way <laughs> and make me want to paint it so and then um we so Brent and I come up with the concept, and he presents it, and then I sketch it, and then. He you know he does he's kind of my go-between where he will bring that in and, and have that you know approved, and then I get the permission to paint and then after I paint it, it's all done. I have Becca Sayer, who's our awesome graphic designer. Uh, she and Brendan really work more solidly together and they they do the label, so all the the graphics on the label, that's Becca
0: okay and then
1: yeah if that makes sense
0: right so you sketch it and then kind of there's a back and forth of approval and then you you and you paint yeah. that and then you scan it in and send it to them is that how, or do you send them the original
1: yep i mean i i do send them they they get the originals as well um except for the ones with the Faborn, because uh the ones of a little girl um she is my daughter that's my model for all of those and I I save those for her because either she can sell them to go to college or whatever she wants mm-hmm. to do with them in the end. But I have to pay my model. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a great. That's a great. That's excellent. Now, yeah, and there's there's a picture. I think one of the sketches on your on your uh, Instagram page, and it, it, lo- mm-hmm. it, it looks like it's you and your daughter, right, In playing with the the mushrooms. Is that is that you both of you?
1: That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. It's be- yeah. It's, be-
0: it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, she's kind of a, she's a little, she's a little faborn for sure, which, which went with when we were talking about doing a kind of the changeling concept, which the changeling is a, a child that's been exchanged for a, a fairy child. Um, and the, the human child was stolen by the fairies. And that's, that's sort of the concept behind the Faborn. Um She was only probably one and a half when we did the first one, but. I was like, well, that's my kid. So you guys are going to see a lot of her now. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. Does she now? Does she know that yeah. that's her?
1: She does, and she she gets very serious about. We do little photo shoots. And, <laughs> you know, dress her up, bring her in the woods, and she gets really serious. And you know what? What am I holding, mom? And what? What? How am I supposed to pose now? She does before what's, it was. What's like,
0: my inspiration, mom? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. She's works it I'll, I'll hand it to her <laughs> maybe uh, a little too much sometimes
0: <laughs> yeah oh yes yeah. she's gonna start handing you a rider you know i need i need my brown m&ms and she'll be good to go but yeah
1: yeah yeah there you go
0: <laughs> now yeah th- and one of the things and again it's a compliment to you i would love it if your your art was more of the can i know that might not be the the company line but i was i think that your art is just i think it should be bigger and that's i will it with that i think it's great yeah that's, <laughs> well just yeah. stay tuned
1: because i think we're working on
0: that yeah oh awesome yeah i mean i yeah. love i love yeah. i think that the the branding I, obviously i mean I th- it's always a hard decision i think for our brewery is to you know how much to put the name of the brewery on there or how big to make it and kind of it's it goes against oh
1: it's so hard
0: it's so hard because there's so much right.
1: information that has to go on there exactly yeah and, exactly so i, I think mean that... it's not my forte so i you know it's it's one of those things where it's just graphic design is not my thing um it's i don't i don't do computers <laughs> at all in fact i have other i pay people to scan my paintings even that's how little i do computers <laughs> um besides email but no it's
0: Yeah, which which is interesting because I, I was thinking that before I asked about how you connected is kind of that obviously the, you know, wanting to be disconnected, but then being able to be connected allows you to be probably more disconnected, if that makes sense, right? You know, you can... You can, yeah. s- you can I sell mean, your work from Montana without having to, you know, go hawking around town, so to speak. Oh, but then you it's can such still a, be. That's the beauty of it, right? And you can still be in Montana, yeah. and when you know, and then when you step away from, like, you're kind of literally away from it. With so, I think it's a, yeah, it's like a necessary evil, but in a good way, I guess. Yeah, so it's it's absolutely it's, a, it's interesting. It's, yeah, it's, it's got me thinking.
1: Yeah. I think that's a great, great point. And I, I fully support that idea because, gosh, if I had to live in a city, I, I just don't think I could just, you know, I, I think I'd be doing, I think I'd be doing mascara storyboarding commercials again or something like that. You know, I, I just don't think it would be as easy to, to tap into what I need to. And I, I'm I'm so deeply connected with uh, the land here, um, especially the the piece that I grow grew up on, um, I visit it nearly daily, and and that's you know where I do a lot of my sketching actually, and, and I also write, so that's where I do most of my writing is is out there sitting on a log somewhere. So it it really, I feel very oh so fortunate that I can live here and and make a living, you know. <laughs> do what I want <laughs> right
0: No, I think that's really powerful because it allows you know it allows you to be true yeah. to, it's kind of the modern you know kind of farmer or cowboy right you get to really be true to yourself but you know yeah yeah I, think, oh, I love I, that yeah, yeah very think,
1: Charlie Russell but without <laughs> yeah
0: exactly Cowgirl, yeah. I apologize but yeah I mean I just think it's really I think it's that was drawn. like I said I, you know you mentioned that you know 800 acres of land like that's that to me was amazing the idea that's like my town. So like, and there's, you know, yeah. so many people. So the fact you still get to be kind of true to that and it's very apparent that, you know, nature, it allows you to, you know, kind of, you know, it's part of, you know, a huge part of your kind of muse, so to speak, you know? And so I think that the unknown of, you know, all the, the land that you're on helps you be creative. And if you were in the congestion, you know, obviously we talked about the LA, but I mean, I think your yeah. art would be a little more, depressing or darker you know because it's probably you know not in a good way
1: yeah i just the minute i get into a a well-habitated place i just go downhill i my mood drops and i i do not feel uh i do not feel uh creative in any way until i get back into a place where there's space (laughs) and and also just a you know, it's kind of like the idea of an old western. You know, who you who you meet along the way, and and when you walk in the woods, you might run into a bear or an elk or a deer or a fox or a coyote. Um, and that that sort of lends that you know that spontane, spontaneity. That uh, I, I there's there's something about that that just makes you know. I'll I'll see a coyote, and suddenly I'm like I'm off in that direction. I'm I'm totally you know, I'm drawing coyotes and riding coyotes, and <laughs> it just I don't think I would be creative without that hill, to be quite honest,
0: <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think it's I think it's important too to folks to find their happy place, you know obviously you oh yeah, your, your find land, your
1: habitat <laughs> yeah right
0: your your land is li- your literal happy place, and so you know why well, I definitely yeah. am more of a I guess I'm a hybrid like city country mouse. You know, I do find that oh, that's I enjoy great. I, I yeah. do. I find I enjoy the country mouse a lot. It's, it's a more special experience. So it's definitely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, you
1: probably function much better in society than I do.
0: That's <laughs> uh, a relative term, right? I mean, I'm, I'm still, I'm, you know what I mean? I think, yeah, I'm in my, you know, my spare, my spare bedroom slash office, you know, talking to you. So, I mean, yeah. I think that, it, you know, it's worked itself out. Technology is uh, allowing, you know, two different, you know, f- folks to, from different parts of the the country to connect over a common topic. So, yeah, we're doing fine. We're, you know, we're both
1: Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, and we are back. Just take it all in, folks. It's beautiful. Love Nikki's perspective on life, art, her humility, her appreciation—you know—of her home state, her family. Just really a wonderful person. Obviously, we've never met in 3D, but you know, I'm a good judge of people, and I really enjoyed speaking with her. It was nice as we were chatting, smiling. Really, could feel it was a, just a. Oh no, it was a really just a, It was a positive. It was a positive day. And sometimes, and just in life, right? A little advice: hold the door for people once in a while. Actually, sorry, fuck that. Back up. Excuse me. Whenever you get a chance, hold the door for somebody, and smile at them. Say please. Say thank you. Just have some manners. And I think it goes a long way. The smiles are contagious. You know, you hear someone laugh, you hear someone smile. It just goes a long way. So I think that, you know, this is one of those episodes I think that, you know, it'll get you smiling, it'll get you appreciating things, and maybe, you maybe you're listening, and you're thinking, you know what, I really want to be outside. Obviously, you have some technology you can take us with you, but I approve of you pausing at this point and going for a hike. You know, we pair well with video games, wine, cheese, beer, hikes road trips but hey maybe you need a little quality time maybe the idea of being on the farm has you inspired so be it life's too short we'll be here when you get back so you're listening to the 16 ounce canvas the art of craft beer podcast episode number 62 nikki Signal. down the road beer company it's that easy folks yeah, this music is so good. So, I just think we're going to get right back into it. Obviously, you know, Nick Resignal Illustrations on Instagram. You can find her on Facebook. Snail Mail, you know, shoot her a message. I'm AJ. If you want to shoot me email, mail, AJ at 16 com. Would love to hear from you. If you are enjoying the program, maybe head on over to iTunes or wherever you podcast and leave us a review, some stars. Five stars is pretty cool. And then also, just really quickly, want to remind you, the Art of Craft Beer show this summer in New Haven, Connecticut, July 14th through the 29th. Check the website. It's launching. When you're hearing this, you'll be one of the first people to know it's live. Theartofcraftbeer.com. All the information's there, our wonderful charity that we're working with, the art, wonderful artists. It's just a, just another way to kind of take this product to a new level, bring it to 3D. Tickets are available for the opening night gala. That sounds cool to say gala. I don't know. I don't want people showing up in ties. So I mean, maybe not sweatpants, but let's not say, you know, not ties. So gala just sounds cool. It does sound a little bougie. A little stuffy, so it won't be that. But the artist will be there. Jess Graham of The Alchemist, art director for The Alchemist, also Collective Arts. Then work with them. We'll be doing a live mural. We will have some beer. We'll have a food truck there. We'll listen to some good music. I feel like we're definitely going to be rocking some cigarros and we'll see what happens. So you're listening to the 16 ounce canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast episode number 62 let's get right back into it cheers now have Mm -hmm. you been have you have you visited have you visited the folks
1: i have and i'm a blast i had never been yeah i had never been to to boston before and i actually stayed with brendan van voris and his wife trisha in uh new bedford and so we did like the whole uh you know moby dick pilgrimage basically uh the you know the old church there and the whaling museum it was just it was so cool because we did a label with Quake cake from moby dick um so and we worked together quite closely on that so it was really fun to to do that and then we we walked around in the woods where the pukwuji was said to to frequent and Found a lot of ticks. Oh my gosh, those deer ticks! <laughs> but yeah, no, it was. And I, I got to meet you know everyone at the, at the brewery, and they were all so kind, and and it was just a, it was a great trip. I was really nervous because anytime I, I go to meet new people, it's just not my forte. <laughs> I'll meet your dogs, but people really freak me out. <laughs> but no, they were they were all really kind, and we did like an art signing and a print signing at the. At the grand opening that's that's when i went and it was for the tap room it was really it was really fun it was great to meet everybody because i'd been working with them for about two and a half years before i met any of them in person that's amazing even donovan yeah no it was it was great to like I, i actually had drawn a lot of them for one of the beer labels so i you know they come up and introduce themselves but I had studied their faces so that it was it was almost like this awkward like I know you're John I know you're Ian I knew them before they you know so would come up and introduce themselves um, was that which gave me a great upper hand
0: yeah right you could <laughs> yeah you kind of navigate the room name. right is that the golden <laughs> is that the golden city label is that the one is that the one with the
1: yes yeah that that's the golden city so I, it was like my my true introduction to everybody was to draw their they're beautiful faces.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Here's what we all look like. You kind of just come in. And you're like, oh, okay. I have the upper hand here for a little bit. And so, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, but then I realized that I drew them all on the wrong height because what I should have had them do is, is line up so I could see, you know, who was taller and like, you know, John is a a very tall man and I drew him quite short. So I felt pretty bad. <laughs> And I think they
0: forgive me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I think that's that's the classic uh, artist, like, you know, nitpick. Like, I mean, if you look at you technically could argue that the way that you shot the perspective is from, like, coming top down a little bit. So the depth is fine. Yeah, right? It's fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you, you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm like, come on. I mean, if you see, yeah, if you again, go again, the good part, uh, downtheroadbrewery.com, there's a whole section of all the art. And I think that, again, it's just really well done and really, you know, thoughtful and just complimentary to to nikki's work I, that's always mm-hmm. a great sign to me when when the breweries you know realize that you know they showcase the artist just as mu- much as they do the beer so it's really and you can oh, see you can see yeah yeah it's really yeah they're
1: see. they're very good to me i'm very grateful
0: <laughs> yeah it's a great relationship so i think it really works really well and there's yeah and, and again there's like the artwork you're giving like a section on the website of view and it has just some of your other artwork which is pretty great so it's just um yeah it's really I'm just I'm just happy to see that because I think it's, it's now more than ever it's it's really important and it's a it's a it's a strong choice that people make to you know to have folks like yourself mm-hmm. you know be part of the overall branding of the brewery
1: absolutely I, mean, I think it's I think it's what that you know state of mind is what sets down the road apart in a way is you know I, I know a lot of breweries are falling in that in that uh regard but it's it's nice to not just be an advertisement you know there's a little more to it and i i think that comes through and they've they've really stayed true and and let uh you know brendan and brendan van voris and i you know really get to to sit down and have a wonderful creative process because they they value it they value the the results the the concepts the you know the idea behind the the myth and, you know, the work we put into connecting it. And I think if anything, he could receive more credit because um, he's he's really fun to work with. He's a good friend of mine now, you know, just, just from working with him and then staying with him and his beautiful wife. I, and they have a, a bunch of, you know, they have, you know, a really cute dog and now they have another dog and a bunch of ca- cats that are, I quickly made friends with. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, you call him like, can I speak to the cats and the dogs? Right, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think that's a great story of uh, you know, just kind of the I think this thing is great. The fact that somebody you never met before, you, you connected through art and collaboration and now you're kind of the the lifeline of the of the imagery and the kind of the good the good, <laughs> good vibe to the place, which is which is awesome.
1: Well and I, I again would give Brendan Van Voris and, and Becca Stair a lot of credit for what they do. Um, cause it is a, you're our creative team. We just work really well together. And, um, Beck is actually, she's from Montana as well. And I was able to bring her in, um, to work with. And it's just, they're just two great, awesome people that I get to work with on a daily basis. So <laughs> what more can you ask for? <laughs> And they get my art. (laughs) They understand it. They get me. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So that's even better. They get me. Yeah. Right. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: So, so when you're, what is the kind of the life cycle, like from a project management standpoint, how long, okay. You have a meeting today about, you know, this new, you know, new, one of the new, uh, beers coming out. Like how long from the discussion (laughs) to when, when you need to actually have something like when is that kind of finalized weeks? Well, it
1: just, it just varies. You know, I don't see a lot of that side of it because you know it's a lot of it has a lot to do with you know the beer production. So there'll be times when it's it's, you know a long time. We have a long a lot of time to really contemplate and put it together and have the sketch come back and forth and you know add a few more hops. (laughs) Sorry, and then. There are other times when, you know, the beer has got to go out. So, you know, I'm up till four, (laughs) three nights in a row, you know, working when the toddler is asleep (laughs) so I can work steadily and get it out. So it it just, it can go from, I, I need at least a week to do a full painting. And that is the shortest time period possible because I work in teeny tiny detail. and um, my process is just very formulated and long. Um, and also being a, I, my kid is at home with me. So, you know, I, I bill lightly during the day and then, you know, at night it's, it's go time when she's in bed for lack of
0: better phrase <laughs> no yeah we we go on, on parent rants here you know when you're when you have little ones it's basically you a can figure out what you can do on four hours of sleep that you never thought was possible before and then
1: absolutely
0: every yeah you know, 15 we're all minutes, capable yeah. yeah exactly yeah my wife's <laughs> like, you, you only got six hours of sleep last night I'm like that's awesome I'm like yeah great you know I mean there's seven to four now but yeah. I still I don't know if I've just kind of Train my body, but, yeah, especially when we're working on you know, editing episodes and stuff like that, I'll be up till one or two in the yeah. morning. It's just you know, well,
1: it's because you love work, you know, I think that makes the big difference when yeah. you love what you do. you can you you want to stay up till four, well, maybe not every night or right. you may not want to in the beginning, but once you get into it, don't you feel that creative swing and you know you're not interrupted because it's very late, so you have the night to yourself, basically. And you know you'll worry about sleep tomorrow, <laughs> right?
0: Right, yeah. There's a uh, yeah. One of my favorite bands, uh, Fish, has a line. It's like, "Can't this wait till I'm old? You know, can I live while I'm young?" And it's just kind of yeah. like that's how I look at it. Like it just, you know, it is what Absolutely. it is. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and there's a momentum that happens when you when you kind of forego sleep and and you get on that that you know that that train that just keeps you moving across that creative field. Uh, you don't want to stop if you stop for sleep, even, you know, there were times long before I ever held, had Elka that I would, you know, go without sleep just to, just to keep in that, in that space, you know, you, you tap into something and it manifests and you, you have to either write or draw it or, you know, whatever your, your art form is, um, and just get it out before it disappears. Because so I think, you know, anybody who has that creative juice flowing through them knows that it's. It's always temporary, you know it, it burns out, and you got to start on a new path, you know, so it's you gotta write it out <laughs> yeah
0: now do you find it's a different experience when you know because down the down the uh, the road is a little it's kind of commissioned and agreed upon what you're gonna do versus when you just have a you know a blank <laughs> a, a blank canvas that doesn't really have any um Confines or kind of theme to it? Yeah. Or do you Or do you go into? Do you kind of think about it before you kind of first put your you know the pen down or the brush down? How how, how do you kind of get in that space? Great question. oh thank sure.
1: you. Sure. I I I think that the great part about working for this beer company is that they they formulate the same way I do, which is that they take the narrative first and they work from there. Um, I. I usually, when I paint for myself, you know, with nothing, nothing to do with anybody else, there is always an underlying narrative. There's always a story. Um, I was just raised on too many myths not to have a narrative. <laughs> um, I, I don't work just in a, oh, I'm going to paint this today. It's, it's very, you know, there's a story in me or I've already written it and I'm illustrating it or... I'm illustrating something that I love that hasn't been illustrated before, that somebody else has written. Um there's just that's that's my that's my fuel is is the narrative. So with Brendan, you know being our awesome writer, and you know, I would say concept artist, if anything too. you know he comes up with most of the ideas and they're great. And he signs these pieces of mythology that I haven't even heard of. And it's just, it's so fun to have that narrative and take off um, because that's, that's really where I, you know, even in the woods, when I'm walking around going, well, there's the coyote. Well, the coyote has a whole story. <laughs> you just gotta, you know, I've, I've already formulated who that coyote is, anthropomorphized him in a way so that I can draw him and, and that's just, that's my process. And they, they work so well with that. So I'm lucky there.
0: That is, yeah. I think, like you were saying before, they get you, and I think that's. They get me. Yeah. I think, I think. <laughs> they that, let me do me. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think that's rare. Yeah. You know, I think that's rare, especially, because, yeah. right? especially being, you know, it is there, all the other stuff that goes into it to have that, you know, that rainbow connection or, you know, whatever. However, I think that's a current of yeah. the frog. But, you know, I think it's just, yeah. I think the idea that, you know, you're, that's really nice is to, to, makes it more, you know, makes, I guess it makes you more excited to do, like you said about loving your job. So the fact that there is that connection, I think oh, it makes absolutely. it even, even more special. It's like, okay, this is, you know, what, what do we do? What are we doing next? Right. And it's, so that's exciting. Yeah.
1: So. Yeah. And I, I get to go dive into these old antique books that I collect and, you know, sniff that moldy dusty book smell and look for oldness with Brenda. And it's just fun. <laughs> it's just really fun.
0: Well, I I said before that obviously we're we're beer agnostic, and I haven't had down the road, but hopefully that'll change. And I feel that I feel just kind of given the story and and the process, you know, inside and outside the can, that it'll be a you know new level of uh, of appreciation. So I'm like I'm excited for that.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Now, if if folks want to you know use the dreaded internet to connect with our you know our farm. Uh, our farm girl in Montana. How what will be the best way for them? What would be the best way for them to to connect with you? Should they send mail you a letter? Which we how, how can they get some of your your work?
1: Oh, I wish they would send me snail mail. <laughs> but um, no, I, I.
0: Um, we'll share your PO box. We'll yeah we'll see. That'd be great.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you a letter for. I'm gonna send you a letter for a request. Yeah. yeah for the for the Oh, studio. I love.
1: I yeah. love real mail. I love something I can hold in my hands, but no, I, I suppose I, I'm really lame about a website. Um, the best way to contact me would be, you know, either through the brewery or, um, I have a Facebook page that the messenger messaging on that page is usually the way that people do contact me, um, for commissions. Uh, and that's just Nikki Rosanil illustrations. I don't know how to connect it with, you know, whatever the URL or whatever that's called. Um, like I said, I don't do computers, but I do, I have figured that part out. I've figured out little avenues that, um, and I need to, you know, I, I still need to pay my dues on my website and get that going again. And just, I'm so, so preoccupied with the woods that I,
0: that's I fine. kind of, <laughs> well, if you ever, you ever need, it, it, yeah. yeah. If you ever need help with that my previous life i you know i did some freelance and so i've you know i, I always oh, ext- awesome. i extended that and yeah and so i can if you're posting stuff to I'm instagram you up okay, on
1: that aj that's all right yeah
0: yeah yeah no, I, I'm, more, I'm more than if if i can help you enjoy the woods a little more and help that that would make that, that'd be great yeah yeah Aww. but yeah I definitely i think that we can yeah you can easily you know do a lot of what you're doing um without having to you know and still make it populate the website so it won't be more work it'll just be a different app way for it to work but we can talk about that later yeah all awesome. right <laughs> all right so so last question this is one of my favorites um uh, is that you know i was previously i you know i did some i did a stint in radio and so just when you're creating do you have certain type of you know, music or you know is there or oh, is it yeah. or, that you're listening to you know, i love what, this question what, <laughs> yeah what are some, yeah what are some of the artists or you know or, or bands or just kind of maybe that you're listening to
1: well, I I really like the two composers. Uh, let's see if I butcher his name, uh, Ennio Marcone, Is that right? Um, and then Philip Glass, and they worked together a lot. Um, but I also love uh, Ray Lemontagain and Mark Lynigan and Chris Christopherson. You know, the old ballad country ballad writer. Um, and I also, on oh, Anthony and the Johnsons, I'm kind of just reading off my Pandora. <laughs> but uh, Murder by Death is a, a band that I really like um, and listen to a lot when I'm doing, especially darker stuff. I love the Smiths and Tom Waits and Rocky Erickson and Nick Cave. Um, if I really have to concentrate, I'll put on Classical. And then if I really have to stay up late, I'll put on Judas
0: Priest. So. okay <laughs> oh yeah right Lam- yeah. everywhere yeah ray Lamontine is one of our favorites so that's yeah he's definitely uh the the album the trouble album is probably one of my favorite albums of all time so i i, I love oh that.
1: Yeah. yeah you can't beat that one yeah. yeah and
0: yeah and you know how like certain albums make you think of certain periods of your life that was that and another album you should really listen to <laughs> i think would be perfect uh is grateful dead's american beauty that that's a perfect uh oh, in the woods. I love, yeah. Yeah, and so yes. yeah, that album and Ray LaMontagne's Trouble were remind us of our, our first son, like The Time in the Hospital. He came a little earlier and we listened to those oh. and so imagine Yeah, we always think of that. So it's a great that definitely oh, yeah. uh, warms the heart. Yeah. It's such a good album. Absolutely. It's so it's so gritty and it's just it's it's perfect. I mean, I like some of his newer stuff, but I just feel that's more of like just a man and his like guitar that's not like fresh off the production line. It's kinda got some Spl- yeah, some rock. splinters yeah rock. some splinters in it it's, yeah it's great and his voice mm-hmm. yeah it's just not uh,
1: perfect yeah. and that's that's what i love and i, I think that's when i connect with uh, somebody you know unless they're a composer it's really i'm looking for somebody that's that's not perfect that's got that you know raspy voice or that you know i don't know there's something about the realism <laughs>
0: anti-autotune mm-hmm. yeah yeah right you yeah, right the perfect imperfections it's great yeah i think it works out great yes yeah
1: yeah absolutely but i also i'm obsessed with iceland so sigur ross and bjorker oh my god I you're killing it sigur
0: ross is so good yeah Aren't i've they seen them, wonderful i've seen them in concert yeah they're there it was
1: oh no way oh now you're making me jealous
0: <laughs> yeah that, well yeah it was a, it was I, i've told it once or twice before but it was just a it was a weird experience because i saw i mean well, not, and then I grew to like, I loved them, but we saw them in the beacon theater and yeah. I was so used to like dancing at shows and just to sit down and mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was, a. Uh,
1: it's an it, immersion. It I was, mean, yeah, they, they oh,
0: wow. And the art was like beautiful and it was simple. Mm-hmm. They had, it was, I think for most of the, like they had this huge backdrop with like a bird on a wire and yeah. like slow motion. And it was just, yep. it was intense.
1: It's so, well, that's just such the Icelandic culture. Um, I'm, Reading right now, Hauðartaknis is he's a Nobel Prize-winning uh, author from Iceland, and he was just so prolific. And if you listen to Sigur Ross, and then and then uh, read Saxonus, it's a pretty good <laughs> pairing because it does have you know it's, that country is stark and, and harsh, but also you know they divert roads for elves and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wonderful things have. You know hot springs and mountains that you know witches are in control of or you know it's just it's one of those areas where real life is completely synonymous with mythology and that comes across in in music as well as writing and it's just it's so so fun <laughs>
0: Well, I'm glad to hear that we have some of the same uh, musical uh, appreciations. That just kind of ends. Up, Me ends, too. Ends, yeah, ends a really great interview. And I just wanted to, again thank you, Nikki, for for making time. It was really nice to oh,
1: thank you to
0: get to connect with you. And you know, uh, I love I love what you're doing. I love the imagery, you know, the, fan- oh. the fantasy nature of it. And I'm just like I said, not, now I have to go try not have to go try the beers, but I just really, uh, oh, it, yeah. it, it was, it was nice. It was just nice to connect. It was just, you know, it was nice to be able to take time out of each other's day and meet somebody new, Absolutely. you know, le- learn about something, you know, somebody else. And, you know, I hope that, uh, <laughs> hope you enjoyed yourself. And, um, yeah, it was just uh well, good. Well, thank you so much. And, uh, I, you know,
1: Thank you,
0: AJ. go back into the woods and we will, uh, we'll keep you updated. <laughs>
1: okay i'll see you out there all right cool i look forward to, i look forward
0: to it and uh yeah i'll uh i'll follow up but yeah definitely don't re- uh, hesitate to reach out if you you know when you go down that point of uh wanting to do a website i'm than really happy to to help you
1: oh thank you awesome. all right
0: all right have a great day nikki
1: you too okay all right, all right bye-bye bye-bye
0: have it folks, Nikki Signal, Down the Road Beer Company, 16 ounce canvas, episode number 62 right here on the 16 ounce canvas, the RF craft beer podcast, I love all the music that she was a fan of, so much was shared, a few new ones for me, super self-serving, but Ray La Montaigne is one of our favorites, so... I could not help, could not help. I actually found myself just singing along, listening to a ton of his stuff, just kind of getting into it and realized I was like, oh, I probably uh, should record something, not sing along to Ray Montaigne like I'm at karaoke. But remember, unplug, go outside, eat a vegetable, be one well with nature. It's awesome. So, looking forward to checking out Down the Road Beer Company. Hopefully, at some point, we'll send some snail mail to Nikki for a request so we can get some of her artwork up here in the studio. Love, as a father, love the fact that her daughter is one of her muses. It's a recurring theme, which is a beautiful thing, especially, you know, as time progresses. To see that, to see her as, you know, These living, breathing pieces of art, these way cooler snapshots of our daughter in the life. And that's such a wonderful shared experience. Can't say enough. It was a great experience for me. Hopefully, you enjoyed this week's episode. Remember, theartofcraftbeard.com proceeds benefit the ASRC, the Autism Services and Resource Connecticut. If you are unable to join us this summer in New Haven, but you'd like to make a donation, there is information on the website as well. It does mean a lot. And we're just trying something new. We're trying a new way to bring this all together. I think that if this is a success, as I think it will be, we'll be taking the show on the road and have some ideas in mind for other places across the country. Maybe head to Chicago, then from there maybe go out west. Anything is possible. But the end goal here is to, to raise some money for a wonderful nonprofit and see what happens. We're just really trying to give back, make it really a true community. And hopefully, we'll see you. The opening night, there's tickets, but every other night of the event will be free. We'll have Dan Bl- Blakesley, Hedy Topper, episode number one, Focal Banger, The Alchemist the traveling troubadour himself performing live July 21st at the Keller Liddell Gallery, 6 to 8 p.m. Suggested donation of $10, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So we got some cool stuff. We're going to do a bottle share. We're going to have family days on Sundays, and we're open to other ideas, suggestions, innuendos. Who knows? But until next week, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are the best thing. Well, not the best thing. Let's pause. The best thing is, you know, my children and then my wife. But you're like, you know, you're, you guys are top ten. You know, maybe top five, depending on the day of the week. Love you. Till next week.